Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's up, ladies? And welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. How many people do you think have opened up their podcast like that this week alone? <laughs> I'm so sorry if I'm like the fourth podcast you've listened to today that's done that. Um, but if you're living under a rock, it is from the new Netflix show Tiger King. Listen, y'all, I put off watching that honey boo boo mess for weeks, it feels like, but I kept seeing memes. So Otis and I decided to finally watch it, and you. <laughs> I could not fucking turn away. It was like a beautiful country train wreck. And I loved every single minute of it. (laughs) Um, So lately, I have been getting a ton of questions about starting a business, like loads. So this week, as you're all sitting in the house, bored, working at home, trying to find something to do to pass the time, I figured I'd do an episode about all the lessons I've learned on the road to growing and expanding my business. Well, not all of them, because if <laughs> if I sat here and told you all of them, I'd be talking for two hours. But this episode will have multiple parts as I want to kind of bring on real life successful women entrepreneurs. A little sneak peek. I plan on having my girl um, Malia, Rolled Forever Ice Cream co-owner, on part two. So I'm really excited for that. Big Rona has been playing with our scheduling lately, um, but we're shooting for that episode to drop in April. And I can't wait because I know it's going to to be so valuable to you guys. I know that a lot of women that are listening to this don't necessarily want to have a full-on business, but a lot of you have side hustles or hobbies that you like to make a profit out of. Um, You know, you don't have to be a full-blown entrepreneur. You don't have to quit your nine to five if you don't want to. But I wanted to do this episode because, like I said, it's been highly requested. A lot of DMs lately about um, wanting to hear about this, so I figured I'd do it. Starting a business is not a fairy tale. It's a lot of hard work and even more discipline. But what I found over the years, um, I'm going in on year three, oh my God, um, is that the more research you do, the more help you ask for, and the more time you really spend trying to get the best results for your clients or your customers, you'll always win every single time. So today, get ready because I've got a whole bag of chicken nuggets and I've got a few choices of dipping sauce. If you've been wanting to start a business or a side hustle or in the beginning stages of starting one or maybe a year in and you just feel stuck and you feel like you aren't growing, this episode is just for you. Uh, You'll want to take notes today. Seriously. Yeah, like the things that I'm saying are things you don't want to forget about. So if you want to listen to this and then listen to it again later and take some notes, do that. Seriously, get out a pen and paper. (laughs) So let's get to it. Chicken nugget number one. In the beginning, you aren't just the service provider. In the beginning, you are wearing a ton of hats. Your customer service, your market researcher, your bookkeeper, accountant, 
And not to mention, you're doing the service that your business essentially is. And in the beginning, that's normal, but it's also super taxing mentally. When I got into a good groove and before I was able to hire people to take care of these elements for me, I remember I was dividing my days up to delegate different tasks. My mornings were client-focused emails, send-outs, coaching sessions. I would take a little break. Then the first chunk of my afternoon was for bookkeeping, so invoicing, contracts, follow-ups, dealing with payment mishaps, like people missing their payments or having trouble with their invoices, um, etc. And this was also my customer service chunk too. So refunds, upset clients. Um, I would take a little break. And then the latter part of my afternoon or my evening was for any work that I needed to catch up on or anything that may have fallen through the cracks that day or any emails that may have fallen through the cracks that day. Dividing my time into sections helped me stay focused on a specific task at once and organized because disorganization in entrepreneurship is a disaster waiting to happen. So it's important to recognize you'll wear more hats and organizing around that. It isn't enough just to be really good at the service you provide. It really isn't. You have to be good at customer service. You have to be good at bookkeeping. You have to be good at marketing. You don't have to like it, but you have to be good at it. So then when you are or when you do grow enough to hire these sections out, you know what it takes to see your business thrive. You know the ins and out of your own business. And so then you can train that person to do just that. Chicken nugget number two, you won't please or attract everyone. And this is a big one. You can be the best at what you do. You can be the most passionate person in your field, but there will always be a handful of people who leave unsatisfied. That's just what it is. And this could be because of you, but this also could be just because they weren't a good fit for you. A way to avoid this, guys, niche down. I don't know if it's niche or niche. I think it's niche, but I like saying niche. So if it's niche, don't tell me. I'm just going to say I'm just going to say niche. Um, If you're a YouTuber and you want to grow your audience, I can guarantee you that you won't grow the way you want if you're making content that is appeasing to everyone. You, You just won't. You have to get a clear objective of who your target audience is. Is it a 25 year old college graduate who likes to party on the weekend, but is strictly business during the week? Or is it a 31 year old mom who loves coming up with cool activities for her kids and her Wednesday wine night with her friends? But you see how the 25 year old college graduate and the 31 year old mom wouldn't necessarily want to see, watch or be entertained by the other's content, right? If you're a photographer, you can't do sexy nude photographs of women and then also wedding photography. It doesn't mix. You have to, have to, have to niche down. And that can be scary. It can be scary because you feel like whenever you isolate multiple groups of people that you're cutting off another flow of possible income, right? But you're not. Let me tell you something. You will make way more money when you focus on a select group of individuals than you would if you were trying to appease everyone. I'd rather have 100 followers on my business page of women who were so excited and revved up when I posted because they knew I was going to be speaking to them or I was going to be posting something that they wanted than a thousand of people who didn't care or who thought I just posted cute content and it didn't it didn't resonate with them they didn't really care if they saw it or they didn't complacency is dangerous in business so for example my niche I work with women of color between the ages of 24 to 34 that's ideal 
handle. However, during the application process, if I feel like you're ready to commit and are in a position to give it your all, I make exceptions. I make exceptions all the time. Um, some of my most hardworking clients are 40 plus. Have a niche and then make exceptions here and there, guys. You're going to thank me for this one later. <laughs> Chicken nugget number three, there's enough for everyone. It does not matter how saturated a field is. There is space for you, boo. Do y'all even know how many online health coaches, nutritionists, trainers there are? A fuck ton. So many. And I never, ever, 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 ever worry about competition. Why? Because I know there is no one that can do what I do and how I do it, period. And I know that someone else who is kicking ass in this field, I can't do what they do, how they do it, because I'm me and they're them. My clients wouldn't mesh well with them. Their clients wouldn't mesh well with me. It's bringing it back down to that niche. If I try to copy someone else and how they conducted their business, I wouldn't have a six-figure business today. I wouldn't have an amazing group of clients that I get excited to talk to in the mornings. I wouldn't have a life that I get to map out and take control over. There is a space for you when you are yourself because no one can do it like you, babe. Chicken nugget number four. Are y'all starting to get full yet? (laughs) I know when I used to eat the little McDonald's, like the four-piece chicken nuggets, I was full after four. (laughs) But chicken nugget number four, imposter syndrome is real. When I first started, I felt like a fraud, okay, for no reason at all. And that's because I just wasn't perfect. I didn't have rock solid, penny bouncing worthy abs. I didn't wake up with unicorn energy. I didn't always feel like working out and I didn't always feel like prepping. And so I felt like, who am I to lead someone else if I'm not perfect? And then I realized you don't have to be perfect. You just have to give a shit. You just have to care. I have to care about my clients' transformations and when they're not getting results they need, I have to look at myself and figure out where I can be better as a coach. I have to care about being empathetic. I have to care about being available. I have to care about what keeps them up at night because when I do, they succeed. You don't have to be the best at what you do. You just have to care about it. You are the only person who speaks the way you do. You are the only person who does things the way you do, who pays attention to detail the way you do or don't, who posts the way you do, who has a sense of humor, who is as transparent as you are. Your story is your story. And when you realize that your job isn't to be anyone else but you, feeling like an imposter is a feeling you'll experience less of. You'll still have moments. Oh, yeah, I do. And I'm three years in. But recognize that they're normal and remind yourself that you are that bitch, boo. (laughs) Or if you don't like calling yourself bitch, then you're that you're that girl. Uh, And keep it moving. Chicken nugget number five. Give yourself some grace. You aren't going to finish everything on your to do list all the time. You aren't going to be as present as you should be some days. You're going to forget to send that invoice or forget to reply to that email or forget to drop off that package. I've had multiple seven-figure life coaches and business coaches who I've hired uh, do the same thing sometimes, (laughs) but they didn't become millionaires um, by beating themselves up, right? They didn't become a top person in their field by being perfect. They own up to their shortcomings 
And then they just work to be better. That's all you can do. You're a human being. And your professionalism isn't voided just because you messed up. Use every fuck up as a learning lesson because that's where growth happens. It's where all my growth happened. I used that feeling of failure, of overwhelm, of disappointment, and I made vital changes in the foundation of my business that would help me grow and to be better. How I ran my business my first year to now... Night and day. And I know that in five years, I'm probably going to look back at me saying this now um, and laugh at that. Which brings me to chicken nugget number six grow and invest into your growth. Take that class. Hire that business coach, hire that life coach, do your market research, buy that textbook. Your business will never, ever evolve if you don't. Imagine asking clients to sign up with me or pay me money to do just that. And I'm not investing in myself in return. I'm asking people to do something that I'm not even doing myself. I've hired business coaches, mentors, life coaches, therapists. I've bought new nutrition textbooks and I keep up with the latest nutrition trends all to serve my clients better because why? When I invest into being a better coach and you invest into being a better lash tech or a photographer or a better event supply owner or a better makeup artist or a website graphic designer, you garner better results. And when you have better results, you have happier clients or customers. And when you have happier clients or customers, you have a better reputation. And when you have a better reputation, you have more trust. And when you have more trust, you have more money. Period. Speaking of chicken nugget number seven, retention is just as important as new sales. You will exhaust yourself trying to find new clients or new customers every month when you can just make your current clients or customers or viewers keep coming back for more. Make them happy because when they're happy, they stay and they refer you out. And you're much more likely to close a referral than you are a new customer who's just discovering you. I pride myself in my retention rate. I have a very high percentage of ladies in the program that go through the program and then they jump into round two when they finish the first eight weeks because they love the results and their support. But imagine if after I signed someone on, I just didn't care about them and I was just trying to find the next new client to join. I'd have to find new people every month. And I don't know about y'all, but that sounds stressful. (laughs) Work on making your service amazing and your retention even better. And pretty soon your marketing will take care of itself because people will love you so much that they send people to you for you. Guys, I'm on fire. I got to stop. I have to stop. (laughs) I have to. I have so many more chicken nuggets to force feed y'all, but we'll have to save that for the next series. I can't wait. I don't know about y'all, but um, I I think whenever I started uh, my business, little did I know that everything that I've learned in my business and everything that I have invested into myself has also taught me to be a better person, to be more organized in my everyday life, to be more intentional in my everyday life, to recognize 
recognize what's working for me, what's not working for me, all because I did that for my business. I love talking about my babies, Chantel Taylor Nutrition, the nutrition program, and Force of Habit. I love talking about that too. And that's because I think my businesses make me a better person, right? They make me a better woman. I am more organized. I'm more sophisticated. I'm more professional. I'm more detail-oriented. And that's all because I've put in this time to watch something grow. I planted a seed and I'm watching it grow and we're not even done growing. I think that's the most beautiful part is that I still have so much growth to do. I don't ever get caught up in other people's businesses or or competition or getting worried about when my where my next sale is going to come from. When I work on being a better woman, being a better coach, having a better business, all of that stuff takes care of itself. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I just like to, I like to make these cute little crochet crop tops and sell them. I don't really want to have my own business for it. All of this still is super relatable and applicable to your life. Now, you don't have to be a full-on entrepreneur or aspire to have a six or seven figure business, but regardless of the size of your business or the growth you try to project, all of these steps are really, really, really important. And I'm not even done. I have so many more, (laughs) but you guys know I like to keep these podcast episodes kind of short. I don't like listening to super, super long podcast episodes myself. I know I clock out after like mm, 30 minutes. So I try to keep uh, mine the same time length if I can. But anyway, I hope today's episode gave you so much value that you don't even know what to do with it. Remember, there is no one like you, no one. And no one can do the service or your product like you can. Carry yourself that way. Run your business like you already make six or seven figures. <sighs> Ladies, I can't wait to talk again. As always, if you loved this episode, I would kiss you next time I see you if you left me a five-star rating and review. And don't be afraid to reach out and let me know what you want to hear. What do you want me to talk about? You can find me on Instagram at Chantel Taylor Nutrition. I don't bite. And until then, I'll see you next week, Bo.